Welcome to Plan a Happy Life. I'm your host, Stephanie Fleming, creative entrepreneur and happiness activist. I'm on a mission to create a happy life movement. Each week, I'll be joined by my daughter, Kayla, for some honest conversations about how you can plan your happiest life yet. So what are we waiting for? Let's get happy. Hey, Kayla. Hi, Mom. And hello to all of our listeners. Welcome back to another episode of Plan a Happy Life. Today, I'm super excited because we are joined by our first guest. Want to tell the people who it is, Kayla? Yeah, we got Lauren Sherwin in the house. I'm sorry, the Lauren Sherwin? The Lauren Sherwin. Barb oh of Barb Artists. Mm-hmm. Thanks, you guys. Oh, you're so welcome. So for those of you who aren't familiar, Lauren Sherwin is my sister, friend, business partner, and she is fondly known as Sis. Sis. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. We know you're a busy, busy businesswoman. <laughs> Yes, you are doing so many TC being all day long. That's right. V profesh. Yes. V glam lifestyle of the so glams. This is so glam. So we thank you for being here with us today. Okay. So originally I asked Lauren, hey, introduce yourself a little bit, but sometimes it feels weird. So why don't I just go ahead and talk about you, Lauren? Oh my gosh. Okay. I can't wait to hear what you have to say. (laughs) Okay. So Lauren, exciting. let's see. Obviously Lauren's my sister. She's 10 years younger, right? You young. She's like, I mean, gosh, just a juvenile, just young, young. Yes. That's how most of the time I'm described. (laughs) And let's say you've got, you are married. How long have you been married? Nine years. Nine years and a baby son that we call baby son who's (laughs) eight, eight and not a baby anymore. Chase man Sherwin. Yep. Super cute little dude. So we all live really close and Lauren works at me and my big ideas, which is our biz. You want to, do you want to tell them what you do there? Sure. Are you comfortable with that? Yes, I'm comfortable. Great. My title is a VP of product development and I'm really heavily involved in the design and all of our new products and things like that. So we have a really amazing group of designers that I get to work with. You're good at leading the group. Leading the team. Lauren's really good at that. We kind of started out. Well, well, let's see. Let's go back a little bit further. And you started, how old were you when you came to work at Mambi, which is what well, we call okay, so we were ideas. trying to think. I think when I very first worked at Mambi was right when I graduated from high school. But what year was that? Because the picture so that, that I remember I think was your overalls. Yes. I think that's the picture you're remembering <laughs> is ninety nine in the overalls. That sounds like overalls or maybe even a butterfly clip or two. Not oh, sure. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So then I would come and answer the phones begrudgingly. Oh, you like, loved that. Me and my big ideas, this is Lauren. How can I help you? Yeah. And they would be like, um, <laughs> you, need, you need to be a little bit like more cheerful. Yeah. I, what? I am. What? Mom? Fine. Me and my big ideas. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Well, every, every young adult really loves to just answer the phone and, you know. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was kind of your entrance into the company, right? You're yes. like, hey, can I, I need yes. a job. Yeah. So I'm. I think I did that in the summer and I, I remember just doing a lot of like office stuff. We were in that tiny little, yeah, like half warehouse, half. That was the first little. move from my garage yes. to, we felt like yes. so legit. Mm-hmm. We were like in a business park. Yes. In a business park. It was like 1,500 and then, square feet. I think the whole thing, warehouse oh, and really? office. Oh my God. Singular. And office. then I was up in that front office with Nyla. She was up there already. Oh yeah. Nyla was a friend of ours who basically came to quote unquote, work for us, we were like, oh, we don't have any money to pay you. <laughs> for free. But she loved the idea of it so much. And so she was like, I will sell this. I can sell this stuff to any anyone because it's so amazing. And so yeah, Nyla was there. Mm-hmm. Lauren in the overalls. Yes. I had my platform sandals and my old Navy, you know, 
Capris, probably. Probably Capants. Capants. Yeah, yeah that's what we called those. Capants. <laughs> Mom. And then Jean. But we had about like maybe five people at that time to start with. Yep. Late 90s. And so Lauren kind of worked her way up. You answered the phones. Mm-hmm. You were an assistant in sales, right? Worked for yes. Nyla. Yeah. And kind of learned the ropes. And I did that for a long time. Yeah. Well, I mean, relatively long. Nyla was such a good teacher she could sell anything to anybody and she also had like a really good worth work ethic so she taught me a lot there and I just remember I was so young that I would come to work and she's like you're late I'm like no I'm not it's 8 35 close enough and she's like that's five minutes late you need to be five minutes early like that's something (laughs) that I had to learn and like really stuck with me forever you know like yeah I didn't realize how many things she was teaching me along the way I've said and shared on the podcast before I think like I graduated from high school and then had a baby and did not go to college. Mm-hmm. Did you go to college? I mean, I know this, but why don't you tell oh. the peeps? Oh, well, I dabbled. You da- oh, dabbled. <laughs> That's a good. So you had a little bit of higher <laughs> yes. education. Yes, I did. But I, I think that it's. But, but I, think, I didn't graduate. No. And I think we did a lot. Our family is very entrepreneurial. Yes. And some people, I'm all for higher education, but I think that there's a lot of times that people can learn a lot from on the job training, somebody oh, like yeah. Nyla, just going and being willing to do the work and learn oh, yeah. the stuff. Mm-hmm. So you probably learned a lot of that from Nyla. Oh, for sure. Right? I learned so much from her and we traveled around. We did all the trade shows. So I was really doing sales yeah. and, um, she called me her idiot assistant. Oh, God, I remember that. <laughs> Fondly. I and then that... I can't even tell you what I called her. Yeah. Started HR with an A. Mm-hmm. Hmm. My a whole <laughs> boss. Oh, I can't. I can't imagine what that could be. I think HR people these days would have a field day with that. Oh my gosh! But it was so much fun. It it was, and I and I it honestly, was so funny. It was all in love because she was like family. Oh right? yeah, yes. And so. she didn't really think I was an idiot. Well, yeah, no, <laughs> no. So that so we kind of did that. We had this family business that even we brought in people like Nyla had been a friend of the families and mm-hmm. it was a while before there was anybody there that we didn't know yeah. right like oh, that we actually yeah. had to hire from the outside mm-hmm. world yeah so you started in you started yep. as like basically almost like a receptionist answering phones yep. then went to work in sales where mm-hmm. you're learning more about that and mm-hmm. then somewhere along the line I think you came and started working yeah, with like, mom and I more in product development, yes. right? I kind of took a break and whatever, dabbled oh, yeah. more at college. I said like, peace out. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not doing this. This is lame. This is so lame. <laughs> and then um, I came back like like an assistant thing. I know what it was supposed to be going and spending time, a little bit of time oh, yeah. in each department. So it started up in like... Um, Accounting? Like, no. <laughs> Like in product or... Did you skip accounting? Like the creative department. I did. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, please no. Um, Really none of our family members have spent any much time in accounting. No. We shouldn't I feel like Andy could do it. He could. I can't even add, so... No. We don't math. Not our forte. um, No. Mm -hmm. So then I started up in the creative department somewhere and kind of doing just like whatever, assistant stuff and things like that. And then I never got anywhere else. (laughs) Yeah. So that worked well. (laughs) I never went to any other department. But you did a lot of stuff with sourcing too, right? Like we went to China together and Mm -hmm. like you said, (laughs) product (laughs) development. Um, But for a while there, we were kind of like sharing accounts and you were managing some and I was managing some some of the others. And then it sort of morphed and like you took more of the marketing role and then... We learned as a family, a lot of people, I'm sure you get this and people go, oh my God, you work with your family. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And I think we've learned, we've, but all of us have at one time or another, like butted heads and disagreed and stuff, but we eventually kind of figure out, we, we figure out how to work together. Mm-hmm. We learned so much together and we yes. love and had a lot of fun. I remember mom saying, if it's not fun, I don't want to do it anymore. 
Well, she did say that. She said it. No, I believe her. But I think that's what makes us good when we're having fun. We are yeah. doing better work. I'm serious. Yeah, I think so too. Getting and, better product. And I think that fun is relative, right? We're not like always just skipping around and planking and, and everything, no. but it's like the work that we love to do, which makes us happy. Yes. And, um, and so there was a time, like Lauren said, that we got to the place where at one time it was you, me and mom all doing kind of product development. Yeah. And it would got a little bit tough because you have three people. We all are pretty aligned mm-hmm. in our goals for the company, mm-hmm. but we all have different opinions. And mm-hmm. so the three of us would sit there and somebody would ask, you know, yeah, what do you think about what do you think about uh, this? Mm-hmm. Two of us would like one. One of us would like the other. We'd hardly ever all yeah. were like, oh my gosh, we love it. Yeah. And so we kind of realized we needed to find our spots. And mm-hmm. Lauren is really, really good. You're way cooler than me. So following trends, she's, no. yes, you are. Yes, you are. Okay. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> Kayla can tell you. She's younger. I, mean, you're, but she's, I think you're cooler than me. That is not true. That's very true. I am a granny. Well, well I mean, like, so in your nice. personal life, you might yeah. be granny-ish. Okay, but, but I you do would, kind of know what's But as far cool. as you trends think I'm and cool, stuff, I, like, I think cool. you're way cooler than both of us. Oh, well, these this compliments are so nice. Yeah. But you could be a guest anytime. We'll just shower you with compliments. Oh God, we love so... you. Thank you, guys. <laughs> I love you, too. <laughs> but really, I mean, let's just, no, I, let's just I, call I do, it what it is. I do know what's going on out there. You do. And in order to get the products to have like the designs and to look current, mm-hmm. you need to know what's coming up and, and to be ahead of the curve. And then you also need to be able to identify the designers to bring on the team, which yeah. you, and then you have to be able to manage that team of designers, all yeah. of which you do very well. And I don't, it's not, you know, I think everybody has different strengths. And when we were all trying to do everything, our efforts were not really focused. And so it was kind of hard. And then you also feel like, like, that's just not my strength. I started falling into the marketing side and I loved it. And so I know there's several times Mm -hmm. when I'd be like, Lauren, you want to do this with me? You're like, um, no, no, no. And (laughs) same, right? Well, I also think too, like, especially as we grow, it's, it's really good for each of us to be focused in our areas, but still staying connected, you know? So like, you know, things that you have to manage every day, Mm -hmm. it would be hard to also be involved or like whatever. So it's important for us to stay connected, but like run with our own stuff. Right. I think, and I think we've stayed connected that way and I know what you're doing and we kind of are able to touch base on product and you ask me what I like, or if I'm talking about you know, mm-hmm. oh, we're going to go do this. Mm-hmm. We can, we can coordinate, Yes, but otherwise we, there's just, it becomes too big. It's not, yeah. you can't scale us doing a little bit of everything. Yes. Too many, what is it? Too many cooks, cooks in, in the, the kitchen. kitchen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> okay. So I think, so now you're, you know, you're heading up this team and I know it's, yeah. um, how many designers now do we have? 10 desi- in-house, okay. like full-time okay. people. Okay. And then we have like about 20 production artists and things and that's um, just and the people. creative side. Yes, that's the creative side. Yeah. Yes. And then we have a few more like product development people. And yeah. so there's a lot of roles that are making up the creative department now. Yeah. In order to stay creative, you really need to be able to have, you know, a grasp on your life. And I know it poses some challenge, which is one of the things mm-hmm. that I think makes this episode's topic so important. Being present, um, the act of mindfulness. When you have such a busy schedule at work, mm-hmm. being a you know businesswoman, mm-hmm. you know being married and having a husband, you need to have time for, and an eight-year-old son who that's a mm-hmm. he's got. I'm sure he's got a very busy schedule. <laughs> yes. You know, Pinewood Derbies and <laughs> yes, you know, sports, sports and, and yes. friends and yes, and you know all those things that an eight-year-old needs to do. Mm-hmm. 
I think a lot of people can relate to to you to say like, okay, they have something similar as set up. Most people yeah. do. Mm-hmm. And the act of being present mm-hmm. is really tough, like yeah. you alluded to. And so especially during the holidays, most people who have these busy lives are now in the middle of holiday season. Yeah. And we've talked a lot about trying to slow down. Mm-hmm. So I guess I felt like in our lives, mm-hmm. which maybe you want to share a little bit of backstory. Lauren has been someone who has done a lot of work. You've done a lot of work on yourself. Mm -hmm. And so you've been, even though you're 10 years younger than me, you've been like a really big influence for me in Mm -hmm. self-awareness. I don't know, maybe I can tell the story later on, but Lauren's given me as a younger sister, some really good advice that I wanted to not like her for, for a long time, but it was the best (laughs) advice I'd, I'd ever received. And so all the work that you've done on yourself, she's been able to really inspire me and being present has been one of those things. So we wanted to have you on here to talk a little bit about if you have any tips or where I would imagine then that you're feeling like being present Mm -hmm. has been something that's been important to you. Has it been since you've been a mom or before that? Were you aware of it before? Yes. So I was aware of it before. And I think it's a little bit funny that um, I'm on the show to talk about being present because I have major problem with it. I am not present very often in my life. So I hope that doesn't discourage people. No, because but I try. The show we did before, Kayla mm-hmm. and I did it on procrastination and you know both yeah. of us. So <laughs> I feel like sometimes I'm really inspired by people who are maybe not good at the thing yeah. that they're trying to tackle. Because yeah. I feel like if you, Lauren will sit in a meeting for like, if it's an hour, she's up flapping her legs around and like walking around the room. So she can't really sit still. And so she's on to other things. Like I can be pretty present mm-hmm. more than I can. I'm the one that needs like the fire started under me, Yeah, you know, yeah. but I think that those things in our lives that, you yeah, know, that for are you, harder, not yeah, it's harder, natural. but if you've done the work, then there's probably nobody better to talk about how do you learn to be present when it doesn't just come naturally to you. That's why I, you know what I mean? So I think people have a lot to learn from what you bring to the table and what you can offer from your experiences. Yeah. I have always kind of like, well, I don't know always, but I can, I'm thinking back to like young adulthood. And I just remember like, I was having such a hard time. I was really anxious about things and I was just getting so far ahead of myself and being like, I don't know what it's going to be like, what's going to happen. And I had a friend who was like, okay, like basically you need to chill, <laughs> crazy. And she's like, okay, you're like five, 10 years ahead of yourself. Mm-hmm. Let's just try staying in this year, Ugh. this 12 months. And I'm like, there, what do you mean? Yeah, what do you mean? Like I felt like it was irresponsible not to think farther ahead than that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Because you're so, a planner. Yes, yes. <laughs> and so then it was, okay, anything that was like 12 months out or further or that wasn't within this next 12 months, it was like that was off limits. Mm. Okay, let's not worry about that. I mean, it didn't mean like you didn't, I didn't plan or I wasn't thinking ahead. Obviously, there was some sort yeah. of long-term plan, but right. it just wasn't where I was living and like right. staying. You're you not know? consumed in that moment and yeah. putting yourself so far out there that you can't. Yeah. Yeah. There's almost, right. you know, so then it was just as like, I worked on that. I was staying more in the year and then we got like, let's try nine months. Let's try six months, three months. And it was like a gradual thing. And then finally I was able to be like, oh my gosh, I'm in the week. Like, whoa, yeah. that's weird. Okay. Now I'm in the day and now I'm actually in the moment, but I mean, it did take a long time and there were like certain little practices that kind of helped me What are those? to bring, bring myself back. Do I you meditate? Think- yeah, that's one of them for sure. Yeah. I think meditating. And then for me, mm-hmm. if I do a meditation that's about the physical body, mm-hmm. that brings me back because it's 
really actually where I am. You know, that's, you know what? The fact that you just said that I never put the two together. Oh, really? No. To me, it always would feel like, oh my God, it's in my mind. It's in my mind. And so I didn't even think about the fact that you could physically need to like bring yourself Yes. Like physically to the moment. Yeah. Be aware of your body. Be right. aware like, of where you are right now. Yeah. Those ones that like walk you through like, okay, now relax your toes mm, and those. your feet. And when your you really ankles. start to think it's like a body scan. <laughs> yeah, like I know exactly. yoga will do it in some yoga classes. Yes. If you're in a guided meditation, they'll kind of guide you through your body yes. and say like, all right, let's stop. Let's start at your toes. Wiggle, wiggle your toes. Yeah. Or let's move up to your knees. And it really brings you into that moment. Yeah. That's exactly this is weird because this is like an aha slash duh moment for me (laughs) because I'm real for real. Like I'm going, Oh my gosh. I never, for me, it would have been like, slow your mind down enough to think about it. And I've done meditation. I love Mm -hmm. insight timers. One of my favorite, I think you told me about insight Mm -hmm. timer and, and I, I, they do, they do the body scans, just like you said, Kayla. And that's just a really cool tip to say physically come to the place where your body is right now. If you're having a hard time with that. That one, and then oh. also, if you can't really like meditate right at the moment, but like even like even the doing the, yeah, <laughs> the gratitude that for your body, you know, if you're grateful for your feet and your hands and you're walking and you're talking and you're seeing all those things, that brings you to like the moment of where you're at, the that's, actual physical place. That's why that was you. We just yes, did. Lauren had the the designers built a uh, or built. They painted a mural in our warehouse for what we're grateful for, mm-hmm. and I saw that and I thought, I think that's Lauren's writing. That's but you said all those things. Yeah. Well, the other thing I was going to say too, I do like a nightly check in that Ooh. also brings me back to <gasps> myself. So that has a lot of different things on it. But some of the ones that I was I kind to myself today, mm-hmm. or like did I help somebody else? Oh my gosh, I was when I just started doing that. I would be like, was I helpful to anybody today? <laughs> Mm. Well, I made my son breakfast. I was like, "Dang it!" Like I, which is helpful. <laughs> it's helpful, but right? it's not what I was going for. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, but that brings an awareness, helpful. and yeah. I think that's kind of what mindfulness is, right? It's like yeah. an awareness of mm-hmm. now I know yeah. where your physical body is at the time, but also just being aware of the present surroundings that yeah. you're in, and yeah. not projecting out into the future. So even mm-hmm. your your act of um, your nightly yeah. reflection mm-hmm. um, has you reflect on obviously reflecting yeah but on what's actually happened yeah it actually has you looking at what's going on at the time so you're being aware it's really kind of a weird thing but the first time I ever heard somebody say mindful Mm -hmm. was when Kevin and I bought our home together when we got right before we got married you know what I'm going to say huh Kayla (laughs) and this has nothing to do with like mindfulness and being present but we had these cabinets that we had to keep you'd open them up and if you opened them I mean like with just a little bit of muscle, yeah. they would come off the hinges. And so you'd call the super very and sturdy. very <laughs> quality, cool. very quality. And we'd go like, so every time you open them, they're going to fly off the hinges. And he's like, you know, you just do it gently and you're just mindful. Just be mindful when you open no. up the cupboard. And just I'm like, fix it. I'm like, how about you get like tighter screws or it's not like, you know, whatever, but we, Kayla, we would joke all the time. Don't just be mindful. Be just mindful. Be and mindful. It, and then it carried into like everything else, yeah, you know? Yeah. But, but then if you actually are mindful, but like you forget the cabinets, that like that's shoddy work, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like that. And then I'll be mindful of other right. things. Gary, I think his name was, but Gary. Oh, I, on the kick drum? Gary on the come, come on the kick drum. <laughs> it's Gary. Come, come. It's Gary on the kick drum. <laughs> One thing and about Gary. our family and Gary is we love to quote <laughs> movies. So anytime anybody says anything remotely close to 
a movie line, it's it's on. You got to run with it. <laughs> so yeah. so Gary on the kick drum, he did bring that phrase to mind where it was like, so, you know, just be mindful. Yeah. So at the end of your day, you are mindful of yes. was it helpful and you've developed this. So did you develop those things that were important to you, the things that you wanted to ask yourself every night? Because I know that they, you've incorporated them in some of the guided journals that Happy Planner has, right? Yeah. Yes. No, I was taught by, I was taught by a friend oh. on some of those things. Okay. So that was super helpful. She gave me some, some tips to like, yeah, check out. Um, and there's obviously an element of gratitude in there, whatever like resonates with you yeah. for a nightly check-in. Like, I think that for me, the things I find the most helpful are, was I kind to myself? Mm-hmm. Because that, you know, maybe you didn't exercise that day or maybe you like, I, I don't yeah. know, maybe you didn't do as well as you thought you would do or it, whatever it happens yeah. to be. So it's kind of like, was I kind to myself? Because that's really not helpful when mm-hmm. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Then how, if I was helpful to another person, yeah. that has really changed when I, when I know I'm going to be re- reflecting on mm-hmm. that. It, it helps me like go through the day and be like, how can I be of service? There's kind of an element um, of accountability, right? Mm-hmm, like when you yeah. have to really go in, if, you, if being helpful to other people yeah. and being good and of service to other people is important to you, yes. then if you know at night, you're going to be kind of, you know, mm-hmm. have you be held accountable to your yourself yeah for the things that you deem important in your yes. life so if you know like, like whatever else yeah is, yeah so, esteemable for you so or, you could probably make that list right totally. like grateful what am I help mm-hmm. was I helpful was I good to myself if you or like do I owe somebody an apology could I have mm-hmm. done something better yeah it, just that kind of stuff like whatever you feel would help because I think for me, the act of it is just like reflecting on my day. So whatever mm-hmm. you want to pull out of your day or like if anything you're trying to focus on in your life, whatever, if it's service or kindness or getting things done, productivity or whatever it yeah. is, just as long as it's not something you're going to look at and then beat yourself up over mm-hmm. if you like go through it and you're like, oh, well, I didn't do that. Well, I didn't do that. And and I also try to put something in there of kind of like, what was your high? Like what could, mm-hmm. what was, what was a great thing that happened today? I love the idea of the reflection. And I I also like what you said too, where this really shouldn't be a place of judgment. I no, think a long time ago you had told me something that like, cause I've been very hard on myself and I still have those tendencies where, you know, the Ooh, yeah. inner critic or the totally. things that I'll say, and it's not helpful no. and it actually can be hurtful and harmful because so toxic it's when very you toxic. have like, yeah, when you have like basically somebody beating you down in your own head and it's you, it's like <laughs> exactly. you're, you're the one. And so, and it's, it's so hard to, it's so, it's so hard. hard to get over that and to mm-hmm. stop doing that. So like, I'm not speaking of that mm-hmm. lightly because I totally struggle with that too. Yeah. But it's just something that like, it's one of those constant things. Remember when you told me the whole like there? Yeah. Yeah. You just did it. I did. I wish you guys could see because I was just going to say, I can't, there's a mic in front of me and I can't really reach my shoulder. But (laughs) she had told me like every time you find yourself going down that road or whether it's negative self-talk or you're being very critical Mm -hmm. or very judgmental with yourself or you're doing something that you maybe you don't want to do yeah that you're trying to train yourself to you know be better at instead of going like oh my god I can't believe I what a loser that you kind of just pat yourself on the back and Mm -hmm. go there I go again Mm -hmm. it's you know you notice it just like we've talked about before like in meditation Mm -hmm. you notice something and then you get back on track you don't beat yourself up because we're all learning Mm -hmm. and so that's kind of that mindfulness acknowledge it and bring it back acknowledge it and bring it back exactly that's a total practice that yes in everything and being yeah. mindful and in being present, it mm-hmm. really does help you kind of bring back. And the other thing I love about your practice at night is I think probably one of the biggest superpowers you can give yourself is to be self-aware. Oh, yeah. To like know. It's a big, huge first step. Right. To know 
what are you really good at? What are mm-hmm. you like? Nobody else does this but you. And then also, where are the areas that I really need to grow? And yeah. as I've gotten older, that I've known that self-awareness and learning to to grow myself isn't a reflection of the fact that I am not very, I'm not good enough. Yeah, no. It's a reflection of I'm a growing human being and I just want to get better. Yeah. And so doing that nightly and Kayla, remember mm-hmm. when we talked about our, the gratitude practice, mm-hmm. this could be something you could just add to it, you know, have oh, yes. another little thing and totally. And, Cause there is the part of gratitude yeah. in there, you know? And the other thing it does too, is just totally clears your mind side benefit, but it clears yeah. your mind. So you don't Big. have like <laughs> yeah. any of that stuff mulling over there. So you can really just hit your pillow and go to sleep uh, so that hurt. not that like you need ev- any help with that well but. I'm a good sleeper <laughs> but <laughs> I do I don't go to bed <laughs> I'm a good sleeper but I know that so many people you know struggle yeah. with all the things that are going through their mind at night totally and you get in bed and you get on your phone and you're on Instagram and you're yes. probably comparing yourself or whatever yep. and then you go to bed and you think I can't sleep. I don't know why I can't sleep right you know so that's a great way yeah it's empty. a really good one and yeah. another thing too like it helped me a lot too like creating a ritual around it I used to have this place in um we moved recently and I had a little spot in our in our other house it was kind of like okay well that's gonna be where I meditate it was literally a corner of the exercise mm-hmm. room like it was not like a and by exercise yeah. room, I mean an empty room with <laughs> an elliptical machine in it. Like, I don't think it was. And well, there was no exercising there, going no. on there. Then there was also like storage boxes, you know. We only oh, like, lived there for like 10 years, so it was Well, fine. so I mean, you know, you're just settling. Yeah, it was just settling, settling in. Settling in. So my point is that it is nothing fancy. It was on the floor and then I had like a tray and it had a few things that I liked. Yeah. This little note I had and like this little rock that somebody gave me and a candle and so like then when I'd go in there and like turn off the light turn it down and then light the candle I was already in that that mode and I was already there I don't know if that makes sense because you can yeah. be somewhere and not be there yes but well having a there. space that's dedicated for yes. that and only that yeah and it doesn't have to be like grand or no. fancy or anything but Mm-mm. something that's just meant for yeah you in that moment sometimes too you know when you think about engaging all of your senses and things yeah I'm, I have a really hound dog sniffer. So aromatherapy for me oh, is yeah. really big. Mm-hmm. If I'm stressed and I diffuse some, yes, something that's like an oil that smells really pretty or have mm-hmm. a candle or whatever it is, I can almost instantly be kind of yeah. transported or whatever right. into a different, more relaxing place. Also, if you're visual, so if you see these things in front of mm-hmm. you that are, that are important to you, you know, yeah. you might, maybe some people have, they need some calming music or they yeah. need the guided, whatever. So engaging those senses mm-hmm. and then having kind of a sacred special place yeah. for bringing you back to uh-huh. where you want to be and what's important to you. Yeah. And then like I would get up and go leave and then it's like, oh, I'm gone again. But yeah, yeah. it was okay. You know, but then if every day like, you're coming back yeah. and I think it's important too that you said, you know, maybe you're not doing it right now, but yeah, because first of all, none of us do everything perfectly hundred percent of the time, but there's been practices in my life too, in different areas that I've known when I do this, I'm highly successful. Yes. And then, but noticing like, oh, I'm kind of slipping off and I'm Mm -hmm. not as successful in that area right now Yeah, because I'm not doing these practices. And so then you notice it and you kind of bring those practices or adjust them if they're not, you know, quite working. Okay. So that's really like a great way to think about being mindful and bringing yourself into the present, slowing your mind down a little Mm -hmm. bit in order to know what's important and where you, you know, where you want to grow. What about, do you have any tips for the busy people, especially maybe moms who are, and I'm a grandma, I'm a mom too. Sorry, Kayla. I'm a mom as well, but I mean like of little kids because Kayla now takes care of herself. (laughs) Um, But my son has three little boys, almost ready to have four he little does? boys. Oh my gosh. But I know I was <laughs> telling the people, not you. Okay. Did you know that? 
<laughs> no, but that is super exciting. But that's like, super exciting. But I remember finding myself, our business got so busy, mm-hmm. our work got so busy mm-hmm. and I would find myself really distracted. And yeah. so I was wanting to be this great present grandmother and go to my grandson Carter's football game. And so I'd be sitting in the stands and I remember sitting there and I'm reading emails, mm-hmm. right? Cause I'm thinking I'm going to get so far behind or I didn't get this done at work. And mm-hmm. so I'm reading emails or I'm doing things on my phone. And I looked up and I saw he was probably maybe five at the time. Maybe he was six. It could have been this year. I don't remember. <laughs> but um, he still was at the point where he would make a play and he'd look up into the stands and wave at you, you know, oh. like, Beanie, did you see me? Did you see me? So and I just kind of had this moment where I was like, oh my yeah. God, I'm going to miss this. And before you know it, he's going to be a teenager going like, Beanie, can you like not come to my games, man? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and so I thought I, I'm there. Like you had yeah. said earlier, I was there physically, mm-hmm. but I was not present. Right. And I kind of went, oh my God, do you experience that? I'm sure uh, like yes. in your life and do you have any tips? Yes. When I was watching Chase, this was like a joke of a little tennis lesson with a whole <laughs> bunch of other kids and they were just messing around and I was on my phone doing my mm-hmm. emails. Sometimes mm-hmm. I would bring my computer and he was like, mom, why don't you ever watch me when you come? And I was oh, like, buddy. oh punched. my gosh, <laughs> I know. And that's the whole reason I was there, mm-hmm. but... I wasn't, you yeah. know, I wasn't available to him. So yeah. I guess it's just balancing act for that everybody kind of deals with, you know. But for me, my thing yeah. is put down the phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Sorry, no, I was going to no, interrupt go you. It. But yeah. remember, we went to Ojai for the designer's retreat. Uh-huh. And which is something um, super cool that Lauren does with her team of designers. And she was so graciously invited me this oh, <laughs> to go um, to just get out of outside and out of the box and do some. Yeah, and spend time Spend time and, and bonding. And, and so you planned this year to go to Ojai. So we uh-huh. stayed at this place in Ojai in California is this what would you call it? It's kind of hippie-ish. Uh, yeah, really like a little artsy town. Yeah, kinda. super cool town. And so we stayed at this place and they, I think it was at their spa mm-hmm. um, that they had cell phone sleeping bags. Oh yeah. Did you, I saved mine. It's downstairs. Oh, you did? I, I, I didn't. I almost like want to make them and like give them out as Christmas so gifts because it basically was this little muslin drawstring yeah. bag that was a cell phone sleeping bag yeah. so that you could like physically put a barrier mm-hmm. between you and your phone. Yeah. And that like, would how cool would idea. that be to like leave in your purse mm-hmm. to say, you know, okay, we're here. You've made yeah. the effort to maybe leave work early to go mm-hmm. see Chase, you know, right. play tennis or to go to the football game. Right. Take your phone, zip it up, you know, put it right. I loved that idea. I sometimes just have to check my motivations of why do I want to be present? Mm -hmm. And I have a few for, I want to be present for myself Mm -hmm. because what do I want to get out of this life? I think for me, connecting with other people is a big Mm -hmm. deal and it it fulfills me. Mm -hmm. If I'm not present, then I'm not making those connections. So then that breeds all of the things that I'm not going for. Like, you know, like loneliness or isolation or I don't know. I mean, just the things that is not really what I'm striving for. Mm -hmm. And like for other people too, when I'm not present, that's really not a good use of their time. Why would they? Yeah. It's, I think it's a little bit, I think it's rude. I do this. I'm not saying I don't do these things, but like it's it's, good perspective. Yeah. And it's not very respectful of their time. Also then why would they really want to spend time with, Mm -hmm. with me if I'm not present? And then also, I mean, it also totally helps me manage my anxiety. Like we talked Mm -hmm. about a little bit earlier, if I'm not living present, like nothing's wrong right now. Yeah. I don't have to worry. So if I'm right, right here, but if, I, if I'm like five years out or a year out, like I could make up many things that could happen in that amount of time yeah. that I could worry about. Those motivations, like keep it more at the forefront of my mind and like make, make it more important for me. Yeah. But 
it's still one of those things that it's like an everyday thing. These are some really good tips, but we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we will talk more about being present and mindful with Lauren. This episode of Plan a Happy Life is presented by Michaels. Make creativity happen. Okay, welcome back. Let's keep this going. Let's keep this going. Okay. Got some good tips, sis. I'm here for it, man. You know, you really are. Thanks. <laughs> okay, so one of the things that has helped me be a little bit more present has been planning. Mm. And I think that it started when I was going through the beginning, right? When I was going to be separated and divorced and our brother, Brian, came over to help me kind of walk through this. I was kind of just realizing at that point that a lot of stuff was going on in my marriage and this was going to be it, right? Like mm-hmm. it was, I needed to go and get a divorce and yeah, it was long and sucky and messy. And But in that one moment, I kind of felt like my world was crumbling and I was physically on the floor crying and just kind of a ball of a mess. And I called my brother to come over and be with me. And, and he brought some really good advice because when he came over, I was asking every question in the book. I was like you had said, I was projecting the next week, month, Mm -hmm. months, years, like my children's future. Yeah. All in that one moment. Oh my gosh, where are we going to live? Do I need to sell the house? Do the kids need to change their schools? Mm -hmm. Do I guess I should call a lawyer, but I don't have a lawyer. I guess I need to find a lawyer. So all of these things were freaking me out. They were life changing and I was like incapacitated. And Brian came over and he sat down and I think he shared something with me that I believe is from a 12-step program, which was Mm -hmm. basically a one day at a time. Mm -hmm. And he helped me create this list where today it's a a practice that I use as much as I can. And I call it the today list because what he basically said was, that's all stuff you need to worry about eventually. Mm -hmm. But what do you need to do today? Because that's not as overwhelming For for today, right? He's like, today you need to, do you need to pick Kayla up from school? Mm -hmm. Do you need to fix dinner? for Mm -hmm. the kids. And then maybe you can pick one thing that you need to get done. Maybe call, call someone who can give you the number of an attorney. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I could do that. Like that helped me be very, I was present in the moment instead of just the fear of that future for me. Um, and so that practice became something that now when things are fine, but Uh I'm just busy, I have a master list and I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to, you know, I need to like rotate my tires or I need to do whatever. Mm -hmm. I keep a master list and I try and have a list that has the stuff on there today. So the act of planning out and writing down and having a place to capture the things Mm -hmm. that I need to worry about or do down the line keeps me a lot more present and in the moment because I'm afraid I'm going to forget it. So I constantly am like remembering and then, you know, then when I am at the game or if I'm hanging out with you guys, I'm thinking about, oh, I got to rotate my tires yes. or, oh shoot, what about that gift I need to get? And that project yep. I need to do at work and Just kind of writing it down mm-hmm. sometimes helps to not have to go over it over yeah. in your mind a bunch. Yeah. Cause I, I'm an overthinker. Same Z's. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. We are both overthinkers, but I think in yep. totally different ways. Huh? <laughs> I probably, I think that might be a family trait. Kayla, do you, uh, are you yeah. an overthinker? I, I would. Yeah, I think yeah, so. I think you are too. Mm-hmm. Mom is. Oh yeah. Of course. We, yeah. Is everybody? Or just us? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> to different degrees. It might just be us. I don't know. I do think some of those things, like a lot of the things I shared, tips on how to be present or mindful are things I have learned in a 12-step program. And yeah. I mean, that stuff is so helpful. Like it was really life-changing for me to learn some of these tools that are like 
so simple. You were saying when you had the aha and a a Mm -hmm. duh moment at the (laughs) same time, like that's what some of the stuff really was for me, but it's been so impactful. I mean, that's where I learned. Well, you've shared a lot. And so has Brian with me, because I think Mm -hmm. so many aspects of the 12 step programs and the things that you basically, because of what why you're there in the first place, you mm-hmm. are forced to kind of slow down mm-hmm. and do this inventory of yourself, right? Totally. For different reasons. And so, but all of us could use that. Oh, all of yeah. us could use yeah. to stop and slow down and take yeah. an inventory of ourselves and why we do things, how we do things. Do we like that? I feel like we could all use. Sorry, There's a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of good aspects that that come out of the programs. Yeah. I mean, I think even the serenity prayer, mm-hmm. that's one of those things that I don't care whatever you believe in, you can interject any, you know, when it says, God grant me the serenity. Mm -hmm. Let me see if I get it right. To accept the things I cannot change. Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. The courage courage to to change change the the things things I can can. and the wisdom to know the difference. Yes. Sweet. Okay. (laughs) But whatever you believe in, you could put, you know. Oh, it just works for anything. It works for anybody because that is learning about acceptance, about accountability, Mm -hmm. about you know, making peace with things. And yeah. I mean, and just really where what you can do something about and what you yeah, can't that I feel like everybody can get something from that. And it yeah. really does help us slow down, see where we are in the present. So we did learn about mindfulness and Lauren's practices of a daily reflection, whether it's yeah. nightly. I think there's different practices you could do in the morning for sure. But the reflection, if you do it at night, then you're, it's it a reflection. does bring you back <laughs> to the, to the present. You know what I mean? Yes. In the, by the morning time, then you're just bringing up old stuff. Mindfulness, practice, reflection, being present. Oh, even bringing your body. Oh yeah. Coming into your body. So that, that really brings you back into the moment. Right. Getting off your cell phone. Oh yeah. Right. I don't know if that's for everybody. That's for me. Okay. But that, no, I think that, I think everyone can relate. (laughs) Right. Okay. And cell phones aren't evil. Right. But you have to be intentional. So if you're at Buddy's practice, the point is that you're there for him and to watch him. And so I was like, you guys are just running around. (laughs) Do something interesting and I'll watch. I'm sorry. What what is this about me? Yeah. What about here? It's about me. Oh, not you. I forgot. This is about you. My bad. Yeah. So, but I think everybody, if they're intentional with the time we spend on technology. Yeah. Maybe do a little sleeping cell phone sleeping bag so cute and I do think figuring out what your motivation is for being present helps to Mm -hmm. like give it some meaning where you're not just oh I'm just trying to be present if you really know and identify what it is that you're trying to be present for it reminds me of I think our very first episode is about defining and defining what happiness means to you Mm -hmm. same I think this is that same kind of start to that practice to this practice which is why do you want to be present and what do you want out of life? Yeah. And so you have to define that for yourself, right? So what is important to you? It's mm-hmm. being present for your son and making yes. sure that you're there. And so then if you set those standards for yourself, then it gives you something to go back and reflect on saying, yeah. I've defined that this is important to me. Yeah. And so nobody else is putting that on you. No. You're saying, hey, these are the things that are important to me. And so those yeah. are probably then if you can do a list similar to the happiness list, just start to brainstorm or what's mm-hmm. important to you to mm-hmm. be present for mm-hmm. in your life. Yeah. And then you start with that list and then maybe you can use those type of things in your evening yeah. reflection. <laughs> and then something else I don't think we talked about, but you know, this is the holiday season and you know, maybe one practice that we can do is try and give the gift of presence because yeah. our presence in other people's lives is a gift Totally, as is 
you know, as it works yeah, the other way around. When somebody gives you their full attention, it's mm-hmm. like, and they're engaged with you, yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I appreciate. You know, right. that's the type of connection I'm looking for, or the relationships I want to have. It's probably, you know, if you're going to a friend's or family's home, mm-hmm. and it's more about being present exactly. than it is an actual gift that you give them, a physical, you know, mm-hmm. gift. And so think about that when you're gathering with your friends and your family this holiday season where really take the time, look somebody in the eyes yeah. and engage in a conversation, like you said, mm-hmm. really connecting with yeah. them and taking the time not to think. Because how many holiday parties yeah. that you almost could say, you know, oh my God, this is this is a holiday party season. I got another one to go to. Mm-hmm. When you could really use that opportunity to connect with the people that are right there right. in front of you. Exactly. So I think that, you know, during this season, that's something to do. So if we go through and kind of take note of some of those steps that you had mentioned Maybe maybe bring up an evening reflection practice or start one yeah. and then be very mindful, as Gary on the kick drum would say, <laughs> this holiday season to slow down, maybe to give the gift of experiences and to really slow down and connect with the people that you encounter yeah. during the holiday season and beyond mm-hmm. and then just your everyday life. So, okay, so we're, we actually, we're going to have Lauren record another um, she didn't know this. We tricked her. Oh my God. Remember? I am so honored. But I did tell them they have to see, like, they asked me and I'm like, well, you have to see how I do on the first one. Cause what if it totally bombs? Oh no, no, you're, you we're, did no great. we have faith in we'll you. See. You're good. I'm sure everyone has enjoyed listening to your tips and getting to know so. you. We want you to learn to just be like a recurring co-co-host. Oh, okay. that'd be fun. Like it's just, yeah, it's it just fun banter. It so. is. We'll yeah. just, you know, you can still, we'll maybe steal you from your J-O-B every now and then. What, what? What, what? And yeah. <laughs> you come over into the, the Potty Potty Podcast. Sweet. <laughs> and if you feel like taking this a step further or you want to try the nightly check-in, I say go for it and see what works for you. You could try picking out three things that you want to reflect on. Um, I would love, I, I would totally suggest putting gratitude in there mm-hmm. and um, just see how it works for you. Yeah, maybe this week. For, yeah. yeah, a week would be good. Try it and see what you like. And that way you could maybe even adjust. Oh, if yeah. If you wanted to add something or, you know, or if something is just bit. like you're filling it out every night and it's not right. resonating with you, take it off. Yeah, that's a great. I like starting small like that. Mm-hmm. So maybe give that a try this week. And yeah. um, we also have over on our website, planahappylife.com, we have four really cute phone wallpapers that will remind you to be present. So if you want to, you can go there and download those wallpapers. It'll be a good reminder if you go to pick it up and you see the wallpaper that says like, be present, it will be just that one little deterrent to say like, are you sure you want to pick up your phone and be intentional? So that's another choice instead of that automatic like reach. Exactly. Exactly. So try out the nightly practice and go on over there and get one of those really cute uh, wallpapers for your phone. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Plan a Happy Life. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends, family, or anyone on their own happiness journey.